Hello and welcome to Connected, a podcast about people, ideas, marketing, technology and everything that's good. I'm ASD, a digital man here at Mediacom. Hi, I'm Sue Uniman, Chief Transformation Officer at Mediacom. And joining us in the room is Karen Stacey. <laughs> the studio. 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 I was gonna yeah. say studio. studio, it's not a studio. It's exactly, it looks like a studio. <laughs> yeah. It could be a studio. It's got microphones in it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, joining us in the room studio is Karen Stacey. How are you doing, Karen? I'm very good, and thank you very much for having me today. It's lovely to have you here. Karen is the CEO of DCM. So, Karen, what does a typical week look like for you? What do you do? What do you do all day? So, so I think the probably typical week, I think I probably bookend it in in a typical sales way, which we start off every Monday morning with a sales meeting at DCM, and it's very much about what we're going to do for the week and what we think we're going to do, and then we bookend it the other end of the week. At four o'clock, we have drinks in our bar called Maloney's, which is the name of our financial director. So he keeps a quite... (laughs) 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 Just to rub his nose in it every week. Um, And we have a bit of a celebration of of what we've done done, um, in the week. And then I think it's probably peppered, actually, peppered with meeting agencies and clients. Um, I have a strict um, two evenings out a week rule. Um, And then we have a... um, And a Wednesday night is always family night. Um, so some families Friday night ours is a, on, a, on a Wednesday night and then maybe mainly seeing agencies and clients and just chatting to people so we know I'm a, I'm a big chatter because I actually think that's how you find out more things I'm not a lover of agendas or meetings I'm more of a person that probably goes around the office going usually like oh I've had this idea mm-hmm. um, or have you thought about this so that's probably stimulates my week more than anything. I'm a bit bored with routine, apart from Mondays mm. and Fridays. Yeah. So I do think there there's a rhythm rather than a exactly yeah. exactly. It's very interesting. Cinemas in route health attendance in the UK last year topped 177 million, which is the highest number since the 1970s. Do you think our industry shows the same amount of love for cinema that cinema goers do? I think hopefully it's getting there. I think we've had a good uh, last few years. I think it's been a bit of an um, unsung hero. Um, I think it's like sometimes there's a a lag in people thinking about the industry in maybe the way they can now uh, to what's actually happened. So if you think really only 2012 is when Cinema went digital. Up till then you're still on 35mm reels um, sending sending our ads out on a Friday evening um, on 200 bikes that used to congregate in Golden Square. I mean, it's really not that long ago. Yeah. To now we schedule 4,000 screens from our office with three people. Um, 4,000 screens every single day, about 100,000 playlists a week. So I guess the, the versatile nature of how you can use cinema now, I think people are just catching up with. I think the big films such as the Marvel Avengers franchise the as we were talking earlier the uh, the improvement in animation and the live animation that's coming from the lights of the Disney Studios is quite incredible mm. um, so I think it's just talking about those films and then the other reason I guess that now cinema seems to be doing well is that it's harder to reach young audiences. 
And I think that that's probably suddenly come to fruition in the last year or so. Um, I think when we're looking at talking really boringly about things like media inflation, all of a sudden someone's gone, my God, it's over 50% over two, three years. So I think where we were seen as a luxury, as expensive or an expensive luxury, mm. now it's seen as actually you're pretty good value and can really contribute to schedules in a way we maybe didn't think of you um, before. Um, so in the Rolling Thunder review, Bob Dylan has been uh, quoted as saying that life is not about finding yourself, it's about creating yourself. So what have you created yourself, Karen? What's the skill that you've worked on most that's brought you the most success? Wow, that's a big question. I think I've hopefully, and I think so, only ever been me. I don't think I've tried to be anyone else. Um, in fact, I don't know if I've ever told you this, Sue. I had a coach once um, when I was first promoted to the board EMAP, the radio board, um, and I'd just come back from maternity leave, and it was in the days where everyone had a you know a coach, and this coach was on Pall Mall, and I went to her offices. And I thought, oh, God, this is going to be amazing. And she was asking me what I wanted to do. And, and I guess that one of the, whether it's naive or um, mm. one of the first questions was, obviously, one thing you want to be taken when you're first on these board meetings is quite seriously. Mm. Um, and what, what advice could she give me to help me with being taken, as I saw it, more seriously? than? And um, <laughs> she asked me, whether I'd considered taking elocution lessons. Did she? She did. Wow. So I just said, goodness, no, oh. no, I hadn't. And I hadn't really thought about it. Yeah. Um, and I did suddenly think, oh my God, is that what people think? And so, you wow. know, this sort of... Quite surprised. Yeah. Because this wasn't that long. I mean, we're not no, talking no, about no. the 19th century. So, no, 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 this is two, <laughs> 2000 and... Four, 2005, yeah. 2005. Because okay. I think I, in my head, I associate them with sort of schooling from the 1940s. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So, and and I guess I from that moment, yeah. I did think, right, no, I'm just going to be me. Yeah. So you don't have to be. So, so is that the skill you made got better at, being yourself? Yeah, and I think it just try and, and just try and think of things, in a different way, and I guess maybe the two uh, and then a skill of bravery yeah so being a bit brave with your thoughts yeah. and then a skill that i learned in recent years which probably from 2009 was when i worked at emap and then got bought by bauer yeah. and bauer as you know is a german owned family business and one thing i did learn from the german culture is they do not move on if they don't understand and I think we're very British. And the third time of asking, talk to me about this. Yeah, yeah. I don't understand that. We go, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, no, I see. I see what you mean. Yeah. And they don't. Yeah. And I've been in meetings where we haven't even, the whole meeting has been on one question. Yeah. Yeah. And actually, I've taken that as a learning. And I really encourage, certainly, all my team. I have to say, I did, I did, there was just someone sent me an email about some, something that they're up to. 
and said, so let me know if you've got any questions. And I had, I, I had to say, I have to say, my questions, I don't understand any of it. They haven't actually come back to me yet. If you're out just there, <laughs> I just, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to be rude, but I didn't understand any of it at all. So, um, yeah, no, that's a good, that's always, a, it's always good. And usually when you're the one that says that, you find that everybody else is going, yeah, oh, thank goodness, because I didn't understand it either. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's really, especially with your teams as well. You've got to be the person asking. Yeah. Because you, if you. It's a leadership trait. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm, interesting. Uh, what did you learn from the best boss you ever had? This is a semi regular question as well. So I think um, I probably had two. My boss at the moment is pretty good. Mm. So my boss at the moment is a chap called Nigel Sharrocks, who's worked in the industry a long time. Mediacom um, at one point. And Mediacom. And he he has a lot of little sayings. Um, <laughs> you know, one that, and one of them is, in business, the most sort of intelligent academic answer is not the best business solution. Okay. And sometimes you can answer with academia, mm-hmm. but actually for business, it's not pragmatic. It's not pragmatic. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a that's a, a good. A good trait, and then one that I fact I know that Cameron Blackett has now um, uh, referenced me using is this whole w- certainly around people and business. You need to be tough on the issue and gentle on the people. Mm-hmm. And I work with a boss who's very good at that, who could really separate the two. Um, and so mm-hmm. she taught me around, and she's probably one of the toughest people I work with. And made some really tough decisions. Do you want to name check them? No. It, it, it was a lady called Default oh, who still yeah, runs um, Bow Radio, and in fact, she's just got a CBE. Yes, she in the Queen's honours. Shout out for D. So yeah, no, she's she's an amazing people person. Tough on the issue, soft on the people. Yeah, I like that. What's um, what's next? So I think we're still on a journey um, with DCM. I think we're on a on a. Four and a half years. Um, and I think sometimes life's a bit about timing. So I think the the industry doing well, Cinema Admission's doing well. Well, I have to say it's the only media owner segment where um, all of the CEOs are women. Yes. And it's mm. been doing very well as well. Coincidence? I, I think I couldn't, we couldn't possibly comment, could we? And their number two is also women. Yes, that's right. And and so I've been very and when I joined the exec team was probably eighty percent men, and now it's fifty fifty. So you do the maths. <laughs> so I think we've got I think we've got a long way to go. Um, I think we're on a great journey, and I think I think the challenge of brand safety and trust and environment context plays to our strengths, yeah. and we just got to stick. Mm. With the, and it's what we were saying earlier. I think you have, I'm really, really vociferous about the fact that as a media owner, you have a responsibility to create an environment that does all those things and is good for your I'm, advertiser I'm, and your consumer. I'm going to be a bit pushy because, yep. because data. Yes. It could be better. It, well, so I think we've got a lot of data. So one thing we have got is admissions. Yeah. So but that's not the same as who's seeing the ad. It's not as who's seeing the ad. Mm-hmm. We can profile the films. Yeah. Um, I, I just—it's just a point that I would make because I think 
more stronger data would make for an even stronger story, personally. So, so what maybe, would... maybe, but what I'd push back on is better case histories and having examples of Wagamama using a cinema for the first time in a controlled area, only use cinema in that area and nothing else, and sales went up by 12%. Listen, I, I believe in radio. <laughs> uh, cinema, sorry. <laughs> I believe in cinema. Radio's all right as well. But I believe in cinema. I, I'm just making the point that, um, as, a, as a general rule, I think that our industry is awash with data that isn't always desperately useful. Yes. And, and could do with more data that is that is that more is useful. easily applied. So... Yeah. I think I look on it as well is, and you're absolutely right, and from a completely business mind and commercial mind, I'm not sure more data for DCM would make us more money at this moment in time. Long term. Maybe. Hmm. <laughs> on to the regular questions now, uh, which we ask all of our guests. Uh, what is your favourite line from a poem, song or book or film? Yes, we should have film we in there. We should have film in there. So, yeah, so two, on our website, um, yes. my favourite quote is, frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. And then, obviously, from Toy Story 4, it has to be to infinity and beyond, which is what I say to the team every day. <laughs> when they, yeah, they go, yeah, right. <laughs> if you were a genie, what five commonly available objects would I have to put in a magic circle to summon you? Oh, so one would be, um, and this is more of a general one, it would probably be something like the whole of Marlebone High Street or yeah, Selfridges have... or which because... You, which would you like? You you I think that, I love, yeah. I love uh, shops like Selfridges. So unlike a lot of people, we go, oh, I hate shopping. I love shopping. Should we put Selfridges? We'll yeah. put Selfridges in the Magic Circle. It's absolutely fine. Good. Put selfridges right yeah. in there, yeah. and consequently from that, I love <laughs> kitchen gadgets right. of like making life easier. And uh, yeah, yeah. Um, any particular? Good. Probably around. Because after all, of course, selfridges does have a strong kitchen yeah. gadget. Yeah. It does. So it I does. don't know if you need a separate kitchen gadget. No, that's true. That's true. <laughs> so I think selfridges as a shop. I think. That's actually covered quite a lot it's of other yeah. objects. Yeah. It's got great food hauls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I... And then anything to do with travel. Oh, yeah. Interesting places. Pass. Just say, <laughs> yeah, a coach ticket. <laughs> All right, uh, a BA gold card. Airplane, that, yeah. Airline ticket to romantic places. Airline to ticket to, yeah, yeah. To interesting in places. Um... Anything to do with sport. Come on then. A I'm specific a, big... a season ticket, a shirt, a DVD of a performance. The next uh, tickets to the Olympics, twenty twenty, oh, cool. Tokyo. Yeah, good. Mm. Yeah, it's good. That'd be good. God, I feel under pressure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's a food stuff maybe well, or exactly, a drink. Exactly. Well, she's got the food hall at Selfridges. Well, yeah. yeah. But yeah. <laughs> but you could pick you could pick something out. But it's just, it's just interesting. Through. It's just such a big answer for, as a first option. I know. That, uh, yeah. Like what doesn't selfridges? What couldn't I get a selfridges I that I would like? 
Wimbledon tickets. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good. Definitely. That's good. Yeah. Definitely. And I'm going with John Marston on Friday. Lovely. Very, Very excited. Nice. Mm. Um, so I'd say Olympic tickets, Wimbledon tickets, and then. We're on four. Yeah. Four, yeah. yeah. Oh, you can. I would like yeah. actually one though thing. If I could have like my dream, yeah. would I would like only because it's so impractical. I would like a really nice sports car, like a Porsche 911. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, good. There you go. No, good. There you go. That's one really that good. I would that's never. Good. That's, that's only, and probably not available at Selfridges. Not available yeah. at Selfridges, mm. and Excellent. yeah, not available in the family household budget either. That's <laughs> a great. What a great collection. Of, yeah, uh, great collection of items. Uh, what three items so imagine all living things are, are safe in your house but there's a disaster what three things would you rush in to save one would be my daughter's favourite teddy who's called special special teddy yeah. who we can't go anywhere without second how old is, is your daughter 15 <laughs> <laughs> matter. Yeah. No, no, it doesn't matter no absolutely not um, oh no special oh it'd be, be special and cat pillow they come as a pair yeah um, but they go everywhere. Um, uh, the second would be a piece of jewellery, which I don't wear very often, but it is a necklace that I had made out of a ring that my mother-in-law had got being given when my husband was born, oh, which we made yeah. into a necklace. Um, so we'd keep that. Yeah. So that'd be special. Yeah. And... Yeah, and then actually, were you thinking, God, no what pictures or anything? Yeah, pictures, folks. Oh, no, no, I'm thinking about art or something, no. Oh, we have, yes, uh, we've got a, a lovely, um, very, very small um, oil painting of Sophie when she was younger. Oh, that's lovely. Um, it's those things that you can't replace. Yeah, you? that you certainly can't, yeah. So, but Probably. I think special would definitely. So, if your daughter, we should yeah. say to the, yeah. for the listeners who aren't. But special um, would be up there. <laughs> good. Um, if you could change the industry in one way right now, click of the fingers, what would what would you do? Um, it, it, what we said earlier, responsibilities. So talk about. So I think we should. I be think that some of that might have been off air. Mm. Yeah. So, so I. Yeah. <laughs> so I. I. One thing I would be. I feel really strongly about is that, and this is probably from a media owner point of view because that's where my whole life has been in this world, which is as a media owner, you have a responsibility. And the day you take a pound of advertisers' money and it's funding your company in any way, you have a responsibility mm -hmm. to your advertisers and to your consumers mm -hmm. um, in, in equal measure, mm -hmm. really. And I think you you should take that responsibility really seriously. And the environment you create for advertisers and therefore consumers should be really precious, really, really precious. It's their time and the advertiser's money and it should not be flippant about it. And I feel that unfortunately, it feels like we've become more flippant. And I, when I grew up, context was everything. And I'm not sure where, when the day we lost that. If we were to give you a billboard anywhere, where would you put it and what would it say? 
it would I think I'd go Leicester Square mm. and it would say work hard be nice to people okay lovely to finish us off we're having a question from the School of Life a Toolkit for Careers so if you could pick one read it out and then answer it to finish us off yeah that one thank you put my glasses on <laughs> what I fear most about my career going wrong is I won't and I choose one of them or read them all out read them all out I won't earn enough I won't be creative enough I won't have enough security I'll get stuck on the wrong path and won't be able to change my friends won't respect me. There's a lot of options. Yeah, right. <laughs> I won't like my colleagues' workplace. So which one of those? Oh, definitely yeah. the last one. I won't like my oh, colleagues' workplace. Like workplace. Mm. I think I can't stress enough that you need to work with good people mm. that inspire right you culture. more than anything else. Because mm. everything else will come. Yeah. You will be more creative. You probably will earn more mm. money mm. and that. But I would start who you work with and who you work for, for me, have been the most Absolutely. important things in my life. Thank you very much. Karen Stacey, thank you very much for your time. Thank you very much. Thank you.